god you guys welcome to the podcast of tangents and randoms oh yeah <laughs> and some ghosts there's some there, of those there's in there ghosts too. in there somewhere so, we'll get to them eventually we some have some hauntings. stuff to go over first this oh, is that's right this is we're, what are we called my favorite haunting oh that's right oh, yeah, yeah my favorite haunting we should like tell people that we sometimes. probably should start with that <laughs> Because in case, like, maybe they clicked wrong, like, they meant to click my favorite murder, which I wouldn't blame you at all, but, and then they get us, and they're just like, what the fuck is this? What are they like, talking, why are they, they, their voices sound different? Talking about rock band, and not, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, oh, so hey, I'm Ames. And I'm Mel. What's up? Um, so we're here, season two, um, episode 2.1 um so we have a couple of things to go over and i know we just did a brief discussion of how we were going to do this and i've already forgotten and it's ironic because i'm the one that established how we were going to do this <laughs> I should probably, um i really should have uh, written it down oh the next thing was we already went over how our how the hiatus went which was meh which yeah is, you know <laughs> and uh we were going to do corrections yeah we have a correction yes. thank you um it's written on my screen too and i'm just like yeah i don't remember which one i said we were gonna do first um <laughs> we do have a correction so in epi well we neither of us can remember which episode it was and but God. it's called haunted hotels yeah it was the haunted hotel one um we had a brief debate over convent versus nunnery and i googled yes. just to set the record straight and google told me <laughs> <laughs> google told me in its own words, that a nunnery and a convent are interchangeable for, you know, where nuns live. Yeah. Um, we had a write-in <laughs> to let us know that that is, in fact, not true and that Google is a filthy liar. Bad Google. And is not to be trusted. Um, a nunnery <laughs> is not a convent. A, a convent being where nuns actually live. Yes. The, a nunnery is in fact a whorehouse that's like completely opposite of what a convent is yes <laughs> not at all the same thing um so not interchangeable and so we gotta think um good old canadian karen is what i wrote thanks <laughs> canadian karen it's karen from brampton um thank you karen so and, and yeah so that was I think that was our biggest, I feel like, was there another, I don't know, that's the only one I wrote down. I think that was pretty much it. Other mistakes may not be ours, because we are going by what we find. Well, clearly <laughs> Google is a dirty, filthy liar. Yes. So, so I mean, if, if Google's <laughs> lying to us, we can't help it. <laughs> I mean, what other options do we have? It's not like we can go to a library and do research. Oh, we could. <laughs> That sounds like work. <laughs> well, my, well, I do, I have a library card for the New York City Library. They might have something useful. Yes. But my library card for upstate New York is, um, it's a great library. It's really cute. But it's tiny. It's, it's, it's really little itty bitty. It's <laughs> not going to get the job done, I don't think. I don't think they're going to have the resources that we would need. So, um, anyway. Moving on. So Karen, thank you. That was her shout out. She also gets a, a double shout out because she um, wrote this in um, mid binge. Oh, yes. She binged us, I think, 
what two weeks maybe i feel like it was less than that though like she just like went in she went ham on it and just ham hard as a motherfucker oh (laughs) (laughs) i'm about to go ham hard as a motherfucker okay anyway i I don't know all of my anagrams it's uh yeah is that the right word yeah uh like why do you ask me these things while we're recording? I don't know. Sure. We'll just say it is. Because the other I one is, uh, what is the other thing? Ambigram? Because <laughs> it's not that. Because that's the thing that's upside down and it's, it makes a word. What? The thing. So, like, people. A palindrome? Them, no. Where it's a visual. Ta- oh, a it's, visual. So people get it as tattoos a lot. So if you look at it, like right side up it says one thing and you flip it over oh. and it says something else but it's the same okay like it's all one thing i've never heard of that yeah i mean i've never heard of the term for that i've seen that no an anagram is just the letters mixed up okay because so... because an x-files <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> when they meet when they meet max fennig and he's like Mulder's like oh i published that under an anagram and he's like, or no, a pseudonym. And Max is like, yeah, MF Looter. That's an anagram for Fox Mulder. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, so what is the other thing where the names mean thing like NASA? National Aeronautics Space Association, whatever it is called. Um, what is that? The, 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 blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I'm brain farting right now because I know it. And you ask me, like, on the, you put me I'm on the sorry. spot and I don't know. <laughs> okay, we can just skip this. <laughs> You guys, it's been a while. Hey. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, Karen gets a... I have a couple of shout-outs, actually. So, Karen was the first one, because she hit us with that correction and the, like, running commentary as she was binging. It was really cute. <laughs> um, but then I have a couple other ones, because a few other people have stumbled across us. Um, I have Kristen from Michigan, who also binged us fairly quickly and also... <laughs> running commentary commentary. (laughs) you guys like i so i did like we both are are involved in this clearly but (laughs) all the like the social media stuff and the emails and everything like if you send us something it's more than likely me that's gonna see it yes um because she set up everything and she has all the passwords and all that. i i i sent you all the passwords i know I said, I, here's the password for this if you were on facebook more i would make you an admin for the page yeah oh that's another thing we're on for okay hold on i'm see this is why <laughs> i need to write these things that i didn't write down the facebook stuff um that's right i forgot that went up after we did our last thing. finish let me finish the shout out so Kristen <laughs> from michigan Kristen. um and then just Yes, no. What's today? Tuesday. Last week? Was it Thursday? Sunday. Sunday. It was Sunday. It was just the other day. Oh, that's day. right. Because, yeah. Okay. So I I wake up. Was it the morning? Maybe. I don't know. I think so. You could have wake, woke up in the afternoon, too. I could have. I don't think. I don't know. I don't <laughs> remember. I can't remember two days ago. But um, so I wake up and I'm, you know, laying in bed with the cats because I'm a cat lady. And I'm... <laughs> checking my email and i was scrolling through and i see the the podcast email has one new message so i'm like who's Ooh. this is it twitter telling me to because you know twitter if you don't check in like every 30 seconds it like gets mad and starts sending you emails and notifications like oh you missed this tweet oh you missed this no motherfucker i didn't miss that tweet but whatever 
So I'm thinking it's just one of those generic things. So I go and check it. And oh my God, it's a real life email from a real life person who listened to us. Wow. It's just like, that wasn't the first, was it? It was the first from somebody that we don't actually know. Cool. Um, (laughs) We've had, or no, was it? I meant meant to like the actual email for this. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It was our first actual email message. Um, Got people that want to talk to us. So yeah. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) It's a, it's a, it's a stranger. Um, (laughs) No, but Jen from Pennsylvania. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. Um, My gal. She, uh, no, she wrote in just inquiring when our next episode was going up, um, which was, we had already planned, um, to get together this yes. week so it was it was like it was kind of funny like, <laughs> don't worry it's coming um soon uh so that was really cool and she also um she's another one who she said she discovered us on a long road trip which i meant to ask her where she was going because i'm curious because <laughs> i'm all about road trips road trips are the best um and she gave me a book rec it's called weird pa Mm -hmm. and it's by oh sorry weird pennsylvania and it's by matt lake um it's on amazon i put it in my list to buy cool my book list is pretty long but it's in there (laughs) um i guess it's got like a lot of like short stories like weird stuff and ghost stories and stuff like that for like all around pennsylvania cool so that's something cool to check out so on the subject of new listeners you guys this is pretty fucking cool so (laughs) um this is a fun piece of news um in a world of disaster and chaos we're finally we finally have enough listener interaction via itunes Mm -hmm. for um for our, our stats to show cool and yeah finally you guys (laughs) australia australia what's up australia what's (laughs) my people um you're aussie are i mean my you know like my friends my buddies um so the aussies from down under because I knew an Australian once, and I was told that's how you pronounce. Oh. It's like the S's or Z's. Okay, like, sorry. Like Ozzy Osbourne. Ah. Um, My mistake. See, well, I was going to say that anyways, but you jumped the gun. Okay. <laughs> Get ahead of yourself here. Um, you, We are a hit in Australia. Cool. I mean, most of our listeners are in the U.S. We have, as of right now, we have 288. Wow. 288 of you. I don't know, like, what you clicked by accident. <laughs> well, thank you, 288. But, but thank you for stumbling across us. Um, most of you are from the U.S. There's 12 Australians and 3 Canadians. Come on, Canada. You can do better. <laughs> Canada, I love you. And your maple candies. Oh, yeah. Those are yummy. Those are very yummy. Um, but I mean, just looking at these numbers, you guys, like we are so 
like excited like very excited. just so fucking cool flabbergasted that not even that like you guys are all like you like you like you listened to us and you liked us enough to actually subscribe and listen to more of us <laughs> and then that there are so many of you that's just awesome. Like yes. just to be able to like to to do something like this on this kind of platform and be able to reach out to all of these people from literally all over the world who have same interests or similar interests. So cool. Thank you. I keep nodding my head and I have to remind myself we're talking. No one can see us. I yes. have to stop nodding. It's a <laughs> it's a it's like a radio show. Like yes. An old time radio show. I can't do a mid-Atlantic accent. What am I doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was really fucking cool. Very exciting. We're, we can like literally say we're like an international podcast. We're world oh, famous. Oh, that's right. International. Cool. So the only thing that I would add on to this. Um, oh, going back to the facebook <laughs> oh that's right because <laughs> what is order <laughs> what is organization um the only thing that i would ask for in return is that you guys go out and hit up all our social media we now have the facebook page going yes um it's just just search up my favorite haunting and give and it a we- like and then there's also my favorite haunted group, which is connected to that. There's not a whole lot going in there now because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> huh. um, we'll figure that out. But um, you can join the group. I think it's a closed group. So it shouldn't, like, if you join it, it shouldn't, like, tell the world, like, oh, you know, Karen from Brampton, your friend, joined this ghost group. Because not everybody wants to broadcast. Like, I'm into ghost stories. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes you, like, you tell your story and people will look at you like you're insane. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's the setting, that it won't, like, tell the entire world you've joined this group. If it does, let us know and we'll fix that. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you say we. You're so cute. <laughs> I, I, can, I can try to be on there more. Um, I mean, if you want, I'll add you as an admin. Sure. We'll do that. There's, and I'll try. There's <laughs> not much to do with it right now, but with our, like, six members. But, um, and yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll come up with some ideas and I'll do stuff on that. Yeah. While you do all the other ones. <laughs> that would be fair. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so give us, go search that up. Give that page a like. Join the group. Um, we're on Instagram, my fave haunting, and Twitter, my also my fave haunting. Give both of those a follow. Follow. Fo- follow. Wow. Why am I? Yeah. Follow. Yeah, that's right. I felt like my mouth almost tried to say foul. <laughs> it, it sounded right. Okay. Give them a follow. Um. And yeah, I think that's. I think that's all of the. I think those after, are after a half an hour. All of the <laughs> announcements. It's only been 19 minutes. I'm going to cut some of it down, I'm sure. I know. Do you have anything to add? I don't think so. So we were figuring, since we have such a big fan base in Australia, those 12 Aussies. Yes, 12. 12. 
So, our season two premiere is Australia themed. We each picked stories from Australia. Yes, we did. Does yours involve a kangaroo? It does. Mine doesn't. Oh. I'm sad. It's not a <laughs> it's not a real kangaroo. Is it a ghost kangaroo? <gasps> no. Is it a ghost kangaroo? No, it's not. Oh. Sorry. You really got super excited there. I really did. <laughs> oh, I mean I've seen a ghost cat well, I didn't see the ghost cat. I played with the ghost cat. The ghost cat played with my feet. But to see a ghost kangaroo, man. That'd be weird. That'd be epic. Change lives. Anyway. Australia, who's going first? Do you want to flip a coin? Um, I don't know. We don't have coins. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, you have a pile of coins. I do have a pile of coins. There are several piles of coins throughout the house. <laughs> Call it in the air? Mm, sure. If I can remember how to flip a Oh god, I haven't flipped a coin in ages. Relearns is an old skill. Ready? Don't break my computer, quarter. Tails. I can't even see it. It's heads. <laughs> so what does that mean? You go first. So I'll go first. <laughs> okay. Da, 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 da. So I did. The town of Picton. Picton. The town. The whole town? The entire town is haunted. Oh, wow. The Yes, the whole town. Oh. Ghosts big, have been... Not very big. Okay. Um, did I get a present day population count? Of course not. Um, <laughs> but I did look at it at Go- on Google Maps. Okay. That, and that's fine. That's it, good enough. It's pretty, it's pretty small. When I say the whole town, like, ghosts have been seen on Main Street. Or the main street that runs through the town and most of the buildings. Wow. Um, so the history of Picton, it was founded in 1821 and it was at first called Stone Quarry because it was built around a stone quarry. A stone quarry. Stone quarry. Can't was it today. a limestone quarry? It doesn't specify. But. Shame on you for not looking. There but there were a ton of drownings in there in the oh, in the quarry because people like to go swim and then they would drown and so we'll get to that. Um, you all hear a bell jingling. It's it's Helen on my cat. She's jumping all over the place. Probably hear cars going by too. Um, I apologize for that. We're still trying to figure out a decent location. Yes, that's quiet to record um so back to the story uh so so picton um aka stone quarry it's located about 80 kilometers southwest southwest of sydney in new south wales (laughs) this is abbreviated nsw and that's what throws me because every time i see the abbreviation i'm like north southwest I'm like, that's <laughs> not a direction <laughs> yeah let's go that way uh oh hey fun fact it is also the administrative center of wallandilly shire <laughs> that's a really fun name wallandilly, wallandilly. 
Sounds I'm like just, it's from Harry Potter. <laughs> I want to go to Australia so bad. Um, so, so yeah. So this town was kind of there's a, it really feels like there's a lot of tragedy centered around this Aww. town. Um, I'll do the brief ones first that I really couldn't find a ton of details on, but they all seem to be very common stories that everybody agrees upon. So the Wallandilly Shire Hall. <laughs> I love saying that. I just want to say Wallandilly, like Wallandilly Shire. So that's haunted by three spirits. There's a little boy, there's a man in a suit and a hat, and there's a little girl. Uh, I couldn't really find a whole lot of details about it, just that they're there. Mm. I don't really know what they do. Um, There's also the Imperial Hotel, uh, which... The commonly the staff at night sense a presence there that they can't identify, um, and they they assume it's the same presence. I guess likes to play jukeboxes that are unplugged. Oh, nice! That's my favorite. Like, oh, the jukebox is playing! Yay! Oh my god, it's not plugged in. <laughs> um, I, or maybe it's just the Fonz. Oh, okay. Hey. You know how he can make any jukebox work. Yeah. <laughs> 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 how do you um, get all the way down in australia though <laughs> um he airplanes oh that's right so and then um back to the stone quarry and then stone quarry creek um there have been a lot of drownings over the years since the town was founded um and now like whenever you're near those bodies of water you you can hear or people have reported hearing um people swimming and splashing like laughter like people have and then they'll go and look and there's nothing there there's no, no people there. No one's swimming in the winter. No. Um, do they have? I mean, they have winter, but they do is have it winter. It's not winter there right now, like it is here with I the know. snow all over the air. I always forget that and ground. <laughs> yeah, they're opposite. opposite. I'd like to be on Australia now. <laughs> Maybe I'll move there part time. Like it's a long flight. Like during our winter, I'll live there, and then I'll come back for our like two week long summer and go back you'd be gone for too much of the time then i know i'd just basically live there (laughs) um okay so we've got so those were like the the like um little ones the appetizers (laughs) those were the like okay something's going on here what's up what's up with this um i've got two juicy ones of death and destruction I hate seeing that though because it's like people died tragically. Sounds like you were enjoying that, and I'm not. I mean, I I enjoy the the ghost stories, but talking about or reading about like how they died makes me really sad. The first one's really bad. Um, So there's this store. It's called the Campbell Store, and I guess it's really famous because it pops up everywhere when you search Picton. Uh That's like the first thing that comes up, Um, and it's been there you know pretty much almost since the town's founding it sounds like and back in the 1860s um this little boy Stephen Cantwell he was 10 years old he's playing behind the store um his mother was in their house which was right next door to the store (laughs) (laughs) it was next door to the store his mother Eliza I guess was in the house at the time and he'd been playing in the backyard and what it sounds like what I'm 
inferring from what I read Mm -hmm. because nothing actually specifies. The house is right next to the store. um, So the backyards probably connect. And if that's a store, they're probably not actually using it as a yard. So this kid is probably just playing all over the place, you know. Mom, Eliza, is in the house and she's kind of like keeping an eye on him. She looks away for like a minute, looks back and he's gone. So there was a well behind the store and he fell in and he drowned he was 10 years old um so the well's not there anymore mm-hmm. um i mean it probably is but the um it's been covered or capped or whatever it's yeah called. whatever like the top part so it's just it says it's just a pile of rocks so i'm imagining they took like you know if you picture like a traditional well and it's yeah, got like stones. the stones and it like pops up or whatever so they probably just like knocked, knocked it over and now it's just the pile of rocks is sitting there over it um, but people in the vicinity of the well have felt their clothes being tugged, mm-hmm. like at the waist or the sleeve. Um, so that's yes. like child size. Yeah. Like we've talked about that in, um, the Gettysburg one, right? One of yeah. yours was when I was like, that sounds like a kid. That's not a soldier. Yeah. Um, when he was like tugging on her yeah, shirt in the kitchen. Shirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, um, they also, people have seen the spirit of a child. They assume that it's Stephen. Um, but I don't think, I don't think there's photos of him. So we might not know what he actually looks like, but knowing that he was 10 years old and drowned there. And then you see the spirit of a child there. You yeah. just make the assumption that it's him. Um, especially if there's no other stories of anyone else right. dying near that area. Right. And, um, so they see him like at the site of the well like where that pile of rocks is and then at the same time eliza his mom has been seen in their house next door looking out like in the window like looking out like she's looking for him like searching the yard for him i mean from a like a ghost story standpoint yeah very cool sighting but like such a tragic story i know doesn't help i have boys and it's like i know when you can't find them that's scary i mean i only have cats but i was just behind the house mom i was just climbing down the well mom yeah i was just climbing that big dead tree mom (laughs) um and that so that's stephen cantwell um the even more famous haunting in this town is the Red Bank Range Railway Tunnel. Hmm. So this tunnel has been through a lot. It was it was a railway tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was <clears throat> not a railway tunnel. <laughs> Like, like they took the like the train line ended like they found a better route yeah for the tracks so they stopped using that one and uh they used it as a mushroom tunnel like to oh, grow, grow mushrooms, mushrooms. yeah mm-hmm. so it's also known as the mushroom tunnel and um during world war Two, they used it to store ammunition and mm-hmm. mustard gas oh nice yeah lovely all mustard i don't even think they used mustard gas in world war Two. i thought that was world war one no it was two I'm pretty sure it was two. More two than one. No, it was definitely used in one. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah. Okay. It was huge in one. 
But I thought that they had. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right? I guess because like chem- that was like the one of the big things yeah, of like chemical one. warfare. Um, you know how I know? Because in the first Avenger, when little skinny Steve Rogers is trying to enlist under false pretenses again, the the doctor's like, what'd your father die of? And he goes, mustard gas. <laughs> that's not funny. I don't know it's, why I laughed. It's not, but... I was picturing skinny Steve Rogers. That's what was funny. He's adorable. I just want to like smush his little face. Anyway, off topic. <laughs> but that's my confirmation. World War One. Okay. Marvel movies. That's your That's my source. <laughs> I'm pretty well, because here's the thing. Like when I spout all this information out, I'm like usually ninety to ninety five percent sure that I'm correct. Yes. But I feel like I've become so dependent on instant information, information at my fingertips that it, it feels like I question myself. If I'm not looking it up, but I really don't want to take the time to sit here and look it up because it's not related to to. the story. (laughs) None of this is related to the story, but hi, it's me. Um, (laughs) So the Red Bank Range Railway Tunnel, God, say that three times fast. Um, I want any Aussies listening. I want you guys to record yourselves saying that Red Bank Range Railway Tunnel Three times fast and send it to me. <laughs> Red Bank Range Railway. I need to know it's not just me. <laughs> Red Bank Rail. See? I almost said a W. Railway tunnel. Yeah, that's what, that's what my mouth keeps trying to do. Red Bank Range. Red Bank Range Railway. <laughs> okay. I know this is the quality program you guys have come here for. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, okay, so I'm going to take you back in time to 1916. Um, So this tunnel was known, there were multiple deaths in this tunnel, um, even before um, Miss Emily Bollard. Bollard? Bollard. I I just, I hear bollocks. Um, B-O-L-L-A-R-D, so Bollard. Bollard. I would say Bollard. Yeah, Bollard. Um. So even before poor Miss Emily Bollard, like, people would go there for suicide. They would just stand in front of the tracks, and the train would come through oh, the tunnel. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, like, well, in the when tunnel. It was, when it was train time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is still, we're going back. Um, the train's still coming through. Okay. Um, so they say she was out at night, and she was possibly taking a shortcut home through the tunnel. But nobody knows if it was an accident or if it was actually suicide. Yeah. Um, because this was a common place to go for suicide also. Yeah. So, but, um, regardless, she's, she's walking through the tunnel at night. It's dark. The train comes, it hits her, she dies. Um, since then, and even today, um, there's a sighting, there's been sightings of a flowy woman in white. Mm-hmm. I assume it's a flowy white dress. But it could just be a flowy apparition. I don't know. Um, you know, you know, <laughs> well, you know what I think of um, a Christmas Carol, the Muppet Christmas Carol, the ghost. <laughs> the do you know what I'm talking about? I think the so. ghost of a, is it um, past? Is it Christmas past? No, Christmas present. The the little angel girl. Is that present? 
No, it is past because then the present is the giant, giant dude. Yeah, the giant dude. So present. she's Christmas past and she's like, you know, she shows up and she's all angelic and she looks like a little doll and she has a sing-song voice and she's all like yeah, flowy and glowing. So that's kind of what I picture because they just said a flowing woman in white. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, 1916, that dresses are very common, so could yeah. be dressed. Um, I'm pretty sure that's all women wore in 1916, was dresses. Yeah, probably, pretty much. Um, um, but, so, she's been commonly seen, but here's the thing. (laughs) They, I guess they assume that that's her, um, but they've all, so, okay, I'm trying to figure out how to wear this. So, it sounds like it's the same woman of white, woman in white, um, of Emily. And they, so she was 51 when she died. So people have seen her at 51. Mm-hmm. People have seen her younger, like as a young woman. Mm-hmm. And then they've also seen her, but without a face. Nice. So... I have to, if they're saying that all of these are her, I'm assuming it's like that same, like she must look the same otherwise, like other than her face. Yeah, I guess it, that would make sense. You see a person standing there and they turn around and there's no face. Do you know what I think of? Those dudes, see everything comes back to X-Files. Those, <laughs> oh gosh, those guys. Yeah, those guys. Oh. Yup. Yeah. Yeah, With, yep. that's not good. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch X-Files because you're cheating yourself if you haven't watched the show. Yes. Um, I've been re-watching lately and doing Mulder's Ties, man. They're they're incredible. There's so much Paisley. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, so I much. they were just like normal. Nope. You really You see, you think at the time things look normal and then you go back <laughs> and look at them 20 years later and you're just like... Wow. What? <laughs> uh, so in addition to Emily, uh, do you have your standard sudden temperature drops, like walking through it, and mm-hmm. then suddenly the temperature just goes down. You're suddenly freezing. Um, black shadow people mm-hmm. that show up. Oh, sorry. Back to the freezing. How long is this tunnel, does it say? I'm sorry. I feel like it did say somewhere. Not very long. Okay. Because I saw, like, I was looking at pictures of it. Okay. Because I know, like, if a certain length, like, it can feel Right, that it would would naturally be cold. But this is, like, the way they describe this. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like it's that. Like, it's, like, you're fine, and then you take a step, and then it's, like, 30 degrees. I don't know what that is in Australian. I'm sorry. Um, I know 80 kilometers is like 50 miles. (laughs) I meant to say that when I, when I said that. (laughs) Okay. It's it's about 80 kilometers southwest of Sydney. And I meant to clarify that's about 50 miles. And I know this because I drive in Canada a lot. So I can see (laughs) that I have the little numbers, the little Canadian numbers on my speedometer. So I like when I'm. When the speed limit's 80 and I'm going 80, there's a 50 right there. Okay. Because I can't do that math. No. 
Um, I cannot either. I I totally cheat and change my because I have a, I also have a digital speedometer and I can change it to kilometers. And then I have to specify: is it Canadian kilometers? Is it Great Britain kilometers? What? Because apparently different? that's different. <laughs> okay. Or no, maybe it's the liters because then I can change gallons to liters for like the gas mileage. Oh, okay. So maybe it's Great Britain liter. It's weird. I don't know, but there's. I have to tell it between U.S., Great Britain, and Canada. Like I have to specify it which one I just change it to. Hmm. <laughs> I don't. Multiple I don't, personality car. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they do different over there, but you know. Um, okay, sorry. Well, I mean, it's good to know that if I ever drive to Great Britain <laughs> through the I ocean, can, I can change my. I can change my digital readouts to match Great Britain. Hey, the, that's Herbie the Love Bug, my friend. He can do, <laughs> he can do everything. He may as well be Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yes, oh, I love that movie. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang loves you too. <laughs> really want to go there? God. No, I need to finish the. <laughs> okay, finish my story. I'm almost done. <laughs> so. Uh, temperature drops because you had a question about that. Okay, and then black shadow people. So those are those are always fun. Um, and then lights floating above people's heads. I'm gonna assume those oh, are orbs. Interesting. Um, or they just had good ideas. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> Light bulb goes off. You walk. It's really it's really like a think tank tunnel. So like as you walk through, that's you, when you're gonna get all your best ideas. Yeah. And then that, that's the light bulb going off. That'd be a cool place to go. <laughs> we should go there to plan season three. Oh yeah. And just yeah. sit in the tunnel. Yeah, that would work. And then just I just record there too. <laughs> like I'll look over at you and be like, "Oh, there's a light over your head. What idea did you just have? We should do it." <laughs> and you're gonna be like, "I just thought we should um, go bungee jumping in the stone quarry." <laughs> Uh, no. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, no, pass. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, I think it's time for lunch. <laughs> um, okay, I'm almost done, I'm almost done. Um, and then lights above people's heads and also ghostly children. Aww. We don't know who any of the children are. They're just random children. It um, went from funny to sad. Yeah, like that was a downer. That was a serious downer. Um, Ghost children are always sad. I mean, they're not sad. It's sad to see them. I'm sure they're sad, too. But then why do they play sometimes? To try to not be sad. No. Yeah. Um, back to Emily real quick. <laughs> um, with seeing Emily, people have also seen a steam train. I'm sorry. No, they hear the steam train. Like the whistle, I guess. So Emily will show up sometimes with a face, sometimes without a face. And she'll choose, like, if there's a group of people walking through the tunnel, Mm -hmm. she'll pick one person. So one Mm -hmm. poor person just gets, or or lucky person, depending on how you look at it. Um, Oh, nope. I would would say that poor person because I forgot what I wrote after this. Um, so she'll show up either with her face or without her face and, and pick one member of the group to show herself to. Mm-hmm. This person will feel extreme terror, oh. um, to the point of like freezing up, dropping to the ground and just screaming 
uncontrollably and more than once that that person i mean like different people but Uh like whoever that person is that she picked they would have to carry them out of the tunnel because they're so freaked out like they just like freeze up and like they're just screaming in terror and they like can't move this makes me think it was not suicide um yeah she sounds pretty pissed right yeah or maybe it was suicide and she's pissed that she's now stuck there oh i guess but like i was thinking more like she's giving them her like feelings of when she died like oh no the train is coming you know what that reminds Crap. me of i just rewatched the woman in black because uh-huh. it's on prime and i was in the mood for a ghost movie and i haven't <laughs> seen it in a while and i was like this'll do um which if you guys haven't seen the woman in black i don't know like what you're waiting for daniel radcliffe is pretty good at it like not harry potter at all no it's, it's a really good movie um but it reminds me of just that whole spoiler alert if you haven't seen it and you care like earmuffs for like a minute um it reminds me of the ghost and the woman in black where like she just they're trying to usually in ghost movies like you figure out what the ghost wants Mm -hmm. and you do it and then everything's hunky-dory so like they think that she wants her child back so they go and they find his body and they bring him to her and um but it didn't work she's just angry yeah. Like, she's just, and it was, like, the grudge also. Yeah. Like, she was just angry. There's no appeasing her. She's just there to just fuck shit up. But that's what that reminds me of, of just an angry spirit and just, I'm just gonna unleash my wrath on you because I'm pissed off. Yeah. And I'm just angry and I just want to, like... Make everyone else miserable, too. Yeah. So that's what that reminds me of. Um, so I neglected to write the year down because every time I'm writing my notes, I'm, I'm always typing away and I'm like so proud of myself. Like these are good notes. I'm taking really good notes this time I've learned. (laughs) And then in the moment I'm reading back over and like, nope, nope. I remember reading this and I didn't write it down and I can't, I don't know what it was. Um, so I don't know what year, um, well, it had to have been before World War II, right? Because they, the trains were no longer running through the tunnel during yeah. World War II. Um, but they found a, like, a better route. So that, like, cut through the mountain. Um, they found a better route, like, around the mountain mm-hmm. to get to, uh, oh, shit. From Sydney to somewhere else? Not Sydney, though. Oh. It was north of Sydney. It was, like, Sydney was, like, on the way whatever to get to wherever their route was they found like a better route like going around like mountains mm-hmm. um so the oh they, no they that's wrong because this was also in a tunnel but it was a different tunnel nearby <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no 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 because they maybe it was like later on in the tracks it was a better route and then i don't know i don't know train science you guys <laughs> there's a new there one it is. <laughs> i'm like what's it gonna be what science do i know today train science um so but they're so regardless though for whatever reason they found a better route and they they built new tracks and they shut these tracks down and they built a new tunnel and um the tunnel is i know it's nearby Mm -hmm. i couldn't find either of these places on a map like i couldn't find anything that because i wanted to see i wanted to google map where the mushroom tunnel was oh to see how far away they are and stuff 
Well, I just wanted to see where it was, like where oh. the entrance was. And I couldn't find any mention of the exact location of it. I couldn't find, like I tried looking on Google Maps, I couldn't find anything. Hmm. So, and the town doesn't look like it's that big. Like it looks like a decent size, but not huge. Um, and this would have to be on the outskirts somewhere, but I couldn't. So any of our Aussie listeners, if you know anything about this, feel free <laughs> probably like screaming and cursing at me right now as you're listening like no you idiot <laughs> but um this is why we like audience interaction like yes tell us when we're being wrong <laughs> absolutely be like karen um a nunnery is not a convent <laughs> um, so anyway moving on so the the new tunnel that they built in 1954 there was a murder there was at least one this wasn't all in 1954 the murder was in 1954 there was at least one hanging suicide i don't know why you would do that in an active train tunnel and how like was the top of the mountain that close that you could get up there um i have no idea i mean that's well okay so the original tunnel looks pretty small Mm mm-hmm like, I feel like if you came prepared, like, with a ladder or something, and there might be some kind of, like, hooks or something along the the top for, like, a lantern or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know train signs. I don't know how these things work. <laughs> but it's, it says hanging. Maybe it was in front of the tunnel. Yeah. Like, at the entrance. Um, but there was a hanging suicide. And then there, at, at some point, there was also a rape and murder. Yeah. So the new tunnel didn't like it hasn't fared much better than the original tragedy wise just uh, don't put train tunnels through that mountain yeah i feel <laughs> like it's some kind of like cursed land or something you know so that's oh i have one last thing regarding picton so there were um there was a, a picton ghost tours um which it was think it was run by a couple mm-hmm. and um they do tours to the town ghost tours through the town cool. um but they were forced to close down in 2011 oh. by the um at whatever their equivalent of like a town council is oh okay um because and australia we promise like i just want to take this moment to apologize on behalf of a percentage of my people here in the united states who are just assholes when they travel abroad um i promise you if we make it to your beautiful land we will not be those people Um, absolutely not but um so this ghost tour company was forced to close by the town in 2011 because um tourists were coming Mm -hmm. from out of town it doesn't specify from where, but I'm sure there was more than one American because leave it to us to ruin everything good. Um, they would do the tour, mm-hmm. and which would wrap up around like 10 o'clock or something at night, yeah. 10, 11, like fairly late. And this is a, a pretty a, kind of like a small town. Like it looks like if you look at the pictures, it looks like it has a very small town feel. And these people would just like run amuck and shenanigans 
and they'd be like ring doorbells and be like oh let, let's see your ghost is your ghost home like stupid yeah what? yeah like oh, really stupid i'm like that sounds on. like my that sounds like where we grew up like people would do that I'm like that's not cool you guys so um i guess that was going on for a while cause the ghost tours was functioning I think it said, like, since the late 80s or maybe oh, the wow. 90s. Like, for a, a, a decent amount of time. And then this started happening. And it's like, nobody wants you ringing their doorbell at midnight to give them shit about having a ghost in the house. Yeah. Like, grow up. So that's really disappointing because I would have yeah. loved to go there and take a tour of the whole haunted town. Yes, please. Yeah. That's disappointing so why are people children so often that are not children (laughs) people suck man like i just think of that youtube douchebag that went to japan the suicide forest like that's not not cool that's not okay guy like those are real people like that's really not okay yeah like and it like and like with these ghost tours like we don't know that those were Americans. I'm just... Yeah. But, I'm just... I mean, <laughs> some of them had to have been. We have a certain reputation. Like, <laughs> I know that. It's not all of us. It's a small percentage of us, but because it only takes one person to ruin everything. And and that percent likes to travel, apparently. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, because it's usually... Those are the people with money. Because yeah. they think that they're entitled to do anything. So... We won't be those people if we come, we promise. We're very, I was about to say we're very quiet, but I'm not. You are. <laughs> <laughs> You'll balance us out. Well, I mean, you're not, like, obnoxiously loud. You just express yourself. I think... <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm trying to, like... I'm trying to figure out how, like, I mean what I'm trying to say. I think you're just used to me. <laughs> like, it's been over 20 years so <laughs> i think i've just grown on you like a fungus yeah <laughs> I, I don't want funguses thank you but they're <laughs> such fun guys oh thanks mr sport i was just gonna say thank you mr sport mr sport if you're listening that would be weird i'm sorry it would be a little weird but you know what you're my science hero you and mr malloy my science heroes yes God, can you imagine if, like, one of them was actually listening and, like, emailed, like, hi, I'm your high school science teacher. That would be so weird. (laughs) They'd probably, you know how that email would go? That something Mr. Colosi would do, though. Oh, my God, Mr. Colosi, my math hero. (laughs) (laughs) What did the little acorn say when he grew up? Geometry. (laughs) Geometry. Geometry. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, you know how that email would go though? Hi, you mentioned me on your podcast and I don't know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Ames. So that was the town of Picton, North Southwest Australia. I already (laughs) forgot what it was. New South Wales. New South Wales. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so sorry. I'm going to get it. I promise. I'll get it tattooed on me somewhere. 
And you look at it and say, those aren't compass directions. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I ha- I do have a compass tattoo, so I technically already have it. <laughs> but I look at it and say north, southwest. So maybe not. <laughs> I'll get You know what I'll do? I'll get it as an ambigram. Yeah. And it'll be NSW. And then the other way, it'll say something else. I don't know what. <laughs> you have to figure that out. Yeah. So work in progress. That's my story. So now we're going to go all the way down to the bottom of Australia, actually out to the island of Tasmania. I almost forgot the name of it. <laughs> I was like, I almost went blank. Is that where the Tasmanian devil is from? That's where they say he's from. But his name is spelled with a Z. Tasmania is an S, right? Yes. It is. I think I always confuse Tasmania with Tanzania. That's a place, right? Tanzania? Tanzania. Yeah. <laughs> Africa, right? Yeah. In Africa? Yeah, 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 that one. I, I, I was know. like, Tan- Tanzania? I've never heard of that. I don't do map science or word science, so <laughs> I think <laughs> it's expected that I mix letters up. Okay, so where we're going is port arthur and uh this is actually not long ago became a world heritage site um i also did another world heritage site from it's in africa i think it's south africa yes it was a it was a castle in south africa yeah oh yeah yeah i remember wait you mean upcoming no you did already i did already yeah yeah, yeah. i remember that one yeah so i was like oh cool another one that's neat I need to look into that and see what that constitutes. But and then just like go down the list of all the World Heritage sites because they're all probably haunted. Probably. <laughs> okay. So this was named after George Arthur, the Lieutenant Governor of Van Diemen's Land. Don't ask me. I have no idea. Van Diemen. D i e m e n. I have no idea what that means. Diamond. I forgot to look it up. Diamond. Diamond. <laughs> That's what I hear. Uh, the settlement started out as a timber station in 1830, but it is best known for being a penal colony. <laughs> she said penal. <laughs> okay, so the, the peninsula on which Port Arthur is located Um, They chose it for the penal colony because it's a naturally secure site being surrounded by water, which the administration um, promoted the rumor that the waters were shark infested to keep the prisoners in line and not try to escape by sea. And the 300 meter wide isthmus of Eagle Hawk Neck is the only connection to the mainland was fenced and guarded by soldiers, man traps, and half-starved dogs. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot to unpack in that sentence. Okay, is an isthmus, is that that like little narrow strip of land that connects? Yes. Like, And then sometimes it floods over? Uh, yes. Uh, like in The Woman in Black? Probably, probably something like that. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if all of it floods on this particular one. But it's like one of those like really it's, it's really like, narrow. narrow. 
strips of land. Okay. Yeah, it's like basically when I I googled the Earth map image of it, and uh, it's basically a road, some scrubby brush and trees, and two beaches. And that's about it. Okay. And then um, you have fences, armed men, man traps. Yes, man traps. Are those like bear traps, but for men? Maybe. I would, I guess. Or they're like pits that they can fall into or something. Pits with punji sticks. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Are they made out of sharpened toothbrushes? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you understand my reference? <laughs> you know who understood that reference? Angie. Good job, Angie. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, I, I, moving on. Yes. Moving on. Um, and then the last thing, um, half-starved dogs. Yes. Those poor dogs. I know. They wanted to mean. Were they dogs or were they dingoes? <laughs> Did the dingo eat your baby? <laughs> no, d- but that really happened, right? Like, we're not supposed to laugh about that. Oh, that's right. D- or no d- way did she lie about it. Who? What? The what? Do you know the whole story of that? Where her, that came from? Her baby was, she was talking about her boyfriend. Well, I don't her know. boyfriend ate her baby? No. I, I, I'm getting this from Seinfeld. Elaine said. No, yeah, but it's okay. a real story. Oh, no, I did not that's know what, the That's story. where that came from. Okay. This because... woman, and I can't remember off the top. I'm going to have to look it up because I can't remember what's the top of my head. No, this woman, she, like, she lost her baby or the, she killed her baby and then said, like, she, they were somewhere and a wild dingo came and carried her baby off and ate it. Oh. But I can't remember if they ever, like, what if they said, because it was all, it was like, did it really, or did you, like, yeah. kill your baby? And I can't remember what the, what the final, like, conclusion was. Oh. Was if that was what really happened, or if she made it up. Okay. Because in Seinfeld, it was just, like, this one woman was going on and on about her boyfriend... And Australia, so, like, I don't remember the whole, like, the whole monologue she was going on and on about, but Elaine was getting really annoyed, and she's like, oh, really? Really? Did the dingo eat your baby or something like that? Oh, I know. Oh, and, I remember. And, <laughs> so that's that's all I know. I didn't know but that I think, that was but what it was because Yeah, it became like, I mean, that, it became like a joke, because partly because of that, and because, like, it sounded so ridiculous that it was like, yeah, sure it did. But I can't know. remember what anybody who knows about that feel free to okay write um, in. <laughs> I I feel a little bad now because I just thought it was a weird like Elaine was being. No, annoyed. it actually came from like a real thing. <laughs> okay then. Back to the history of Port Arthur. <laughs> From 1833 until 1877, it was the destination for the hardest of convicted British and Irish criminals. Um, Those who were second offenders having offended after arriving in Australia from being sent away from Britain or Irish. Oh, so you like, you like, 
you're already a criminal so they send you to australia and then you go and fuck up again so that they're like you're done you're in tasmania now yeah like on the really tail end of tasmania too like out there with the dingoes and the man traps and the punji sticks i made up (laughs) and then rebellious personalities from other convict stations were also sent there so this was just like the worst possible place to be in the world (laughs) and um it had some of the strictest security measures of any of the british penal system in december of 1835 Uh, Two inmates, Joseph Shuttleworth and William Riley, were engaged in the construction of the church at Port Port Arthur, which um, I sent you one of the pictures of that. I haven't looked at any of them yet because I wanted to be surprised. (laughs) Yes, but there's a picture of that church and um, that we can put up somewhere, wherever you choose. (laughs) Shuttleworth was digging a trench when Riley struck him on the head with a pickaxe. Shuttleworth was taken to the hospital where he, it says that he was lucid, um, but then he started convulsing and um, then he died. Riley was arrested and he had a trial and he was found guilty and sentenced to hang. This will come back later. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Um, the separate prison was completed in 1853. It single it, it shifted the um, form of punishment from physical punishments like whippings and lashings and manual labor to psychological punishment, like playing house music when you're trying to sleep. <laughs> oh no, that's present day. Sorry. Um, no, it. They were built for the physical, mental, and sensory isolation of unruly conflict. Convicts. Like, um, what was that prison that you did? It's like solitary confinement. Oh, um, Eastern State? Yeah, so it was like that. So Like they, they walked around with like hoods and like muted shoes? Yes. Food was used as re- a reward. For, for well-behaved prisoners in this in the separate prison and it's called the separate prison because each person had their own little tiny separate cell instead of like being where they like several convicts in one area together so they actually because like i've always like i feel like we always know like you learn pretty young that australia how australia was originally Mm -hmm. like populated yeah populated that's the word (laughs) that's the one um i mean aside from the the native peoples who were already there yes um and i always just pictured it (laughs) do you know what i'm gonna say they just drop them off and go away (laughs) i always just pictured it like they'd like the boat would pull into port and they would just kick everybody off and then leave Maybe that's how the mainland was, but this was, like, the worst of the worst people. So they needed more control over them, I guess. But I have no idea. I I mean, I'm not complaining. (laughs) It's funny because, like, it makes more sense. Uh But I just never pictured it like that with guards and stuff. I always just thought, 
what's that you know what you know what probably put this idea in my head was that movie from i think it was like kurt russell the rock right where they like manhattan manhattan is basically australia where they just drop every was it the rock no maybe not the rock no, The Rock was about Alcatraz. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it wasn't that one. But it was like a futuristic, like a post-apocalyptic, dystopian one of those movies. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was Kurt Russell, and it was like late 80s, early 90s, and I'm pretty sure it was like the island of Manhattan had been turned into like a prison colony, and they literally oh. would just drop people in, and it was every man for himself. I you know see. what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that whole movie, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't, yeah, I see what you mean. I feel like I want to, but I don't even, I'm not even sure it was Kurt Russell. I don't even know how to begin looking for that movie. Yeah, that would be, that'd be hard. Because Kurt Russell was The Rock, right? I thought Nicolas Cage was The Rock. I thought Dwayne Johnson was The Rock. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I have no idea. You guys, help. <laughs> I don't know. Like, wait, what's his name? Silence of the Lambs. What's his name? Hannibal Lecter? Yeah, no, but the actor. Odin. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the actor's name. <laughs> Why can't I? This, this, see, you ask me things on the spot. I cannot remember. I thought he was in The Rock. Maybe. He might have been in the rock. Somebody just said his name to me the other day, too. And I, I cannot. Oh, my God. Sean Connery. No, it's not Sean Connery. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. But it was that neither of those roles were Sean Connery. Sean Connery was in neither of those movies. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs or Thor. No, who is it? Who is that? Hannibal Lecter? Yeah, who is it? <laughs> That's what we're trying to figure out. It wasn't. Oh my gosh! You know somebody's listening to this and screaming his name because that's what I do when I listen to podcasts, like in the car, and they're like, "Who was that?" And I'm screaming at my radio like they're going to hear me. Someone is doing that right now. I think Sean Connery was in The Rock, though. That's who I was trying to think of. That I believe. I'm going to cheat and look at IMDb because it's really driving. Like it's right there. Like I know it, and it's just not. I'm going to look at it and kick myself. Or I'm going to get it right before it. Anthony Hopkins. God! <laughs> yep. Anthony Hopkins. Okay. Yep. No, but Sean Carter is what I was trying to think of. I don't know why Anthony Hopkins came to my head. But... I'll take Schwartz for 200 Alex. Yes, that guy. The ref just the way your mother likes it. <laughs> Okay, um, back to the separate prison. Um, They used the silent system, which um, prisoners were hooded and made to stay silent. And this was supposed to allow them time to reflect upon the actions which have brought them here. There. Not here, there. I'm sorry if you said this already. Did you give, like, a a time frame for this? Um, the, the The prison was finished in 1853, so the... 1850s and 60s no i'm just because the um eastern state i think was around the same time or it might have been even a little bit later but i'm just oh yeah because i was just comparing in my head because yeah new new um 
technology. Yeah, well, whatever. it's like exactly the same technique. So yeah, and um, many of the prisons developed mental illness because of the lack of light and sound. This was an unintended outcome, although the asylum was built right next door. It's <laughs> <laughs> convenient. Yeah. Oh, did you finish your sentence and now you're insane? Although I feel like... I don't think they That, that was probably like a life... Se- yeah. Once you're there, that's it. Especially since they're like multiple offenders. I mean... Offenses? To get them there? Repeat offenders. Yes, that thing. There you go. One prisoner named George Billy Hunt tried to escape by disguising himself as a kangaroo. No! I'm picturing, I'm picturing. He had a dead kangaroo skin. No! Okay, that was my second guess. I'm sorry. Um, But the first thing I pictured, my mind went there when I was like, but how would that really have happened in the 1850s or 60s? (laughs) And that's what I thought of. But the first thing I pictured was, you know, those inflatable (laughs) T-Rex he just like hops out <laughs> and then someone tries to stop him and he pulls out like a boxing glove and yeah so he he tried to flee across the neck and but the um half-starved guards on duty tried to shoot him because he they thought he was a kangaroo <gasps> to supplement their rations so it was a really good costume then yeah no i doubt. guess when he saw the guards he revealed himself and he received 150 lashes for his attempt ouch yeah and um a boy as young as nine were sent here to, oh my god well it's a, it was a, it was a separate location called point puri p-u-e-r pure pure i don't know i'm not sure how you pronounce that where but it was across the harbor from the main settlement. So they were on their own little, I think it was its own little, either a little peninsula or a little island of its own across from the main settlement. And um, it was the first British, first boys reformatory in the British Empire. And the boys were given basic education and taught trade skills. And I think the boys were allowed to leave after they were reformed, I guess. I would hope so, because I'm thinking, what is a nine-year-old doing to get himself sent there? Yeah. Like, enough nine-year-olds to establish that facility. Well, I mean, I, I'm assuming it was nine to, like, 18 or 15 or something. Right, but I'm, like, as yeah, young as nine, like... I don't know. You gotta figure, it's not just one nine-year-old that's, like, fucking something up. Yeah. Because... Like, that would just be, like, a one-off, right? Like, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't... So it had to be enough of them for the courts to be like, okay, nine and up. Yeah, something. Um, Port Arthur now is a series of ruins, thanks to um, those who bought the property in 1889. They began tearing down the buildings because they didn't want to be reminded of all the prisoners and all that kind of stuff and they were gonna redevelop the land to something else so they wanted to take all the property down and then um at, at some point they stopped i don't it does i 
didn't come across exactly why they stopped, but there were a series of earthquakes in the area that further destroyed the buildings. And then in 1895 and 1897, there were brush fires that like burned all the wooden parts of basically all the structures. So the ruins, the church that I mentioned earlier, um, that photograph is really cool because all that's left is this big stone outer wall. There's no roof or anything. And this like green grass in the middle of it. It looks so cool. Oh, so like nature is like retaking it. Yeah. I love those photos. And, <laughs> um, and I just like <laughs> phlegm my way through. The, sorry, guys. <clears throat> that was right in your ear holes, too. Um, yeah, but yeah, I love those photos. They're like, I think they're going about restoring a lot of those structures that were damaged. But that that church, that was that's one of the like the pictures are really awesome of that. Um. Another thing that happened in April on April 28, 1996, Port Arthur was the site of a killing spree. The perpetrator a killing spree in a former prison camp colony. Yeah, that it was a little weird. Who would have who would have ever thought? But it wasn't a prison anymore. But where did all the criminals go? No, didn't they? They didn't just set them free. But I think it was just like by this time, I think it was like there was normal towns and stuff around, and it was like oh, like tours and stuff, like, like regular people going, were there now. Yeah, non-criminals. The perpetrator, twenty-eight-year-old Martin Bryant, murdered thirty-five people. Oh my God! Wounded twenty-three more. Before being captured by Special Operations Group. Was this a, a mass killing or a serial killing? Mass. Because it was all like... It was in all a at once. short period of time. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm... Uh, he was subsequently convicted and is currently serving 35 life sentences plus 1,035 years without parole <laughs> in the psychiatric wing of Risden Prison in Hobart, Tasmania. Now on to the hauntings. Mm-hmm. Oh, th- is there a haunting involved with all of this tragedy? Yes. So now they Port Arthur is a place where you can go and take tours and that kind of stuff. And they have more than 2,000 reports of unexplained activity filed at Port, at Port Arthur from sightings of ghosts to strange emotional reactions to the buildings. One of the most seen ghosts is Reverend George Eastman, not the founder of Kodak. That's exactly. I was like, wait a minute. I know. I know. I had to like, I had to double and triple check that name just to make sure because. Like he gets around. Um, He has been seen more than a dozen times over 150 years around the grounds of Port Arthur. He regularly seen in the parsonage where he died in 18 in the 1870s and uh, one convict that's regularly regularly seen is john gould a particularly nasty character who'd been spotted leering at people over the years he just stands and like stares at you ew yeah it's uncomfortable and then there's the blue lady some see 
the figure of a youngish woman wearing a long blue or gray dress looking out at the at the back door of the building what building okay i don't know what building because i'm not the only one i didn't put it in yes i feel so vindicated or they didn't have it in their story i don't know well i mean welcome to either way (laughs) either way um Legend says that the woman and her baby died during childbirth, so she keeps returning to that particular building day after day looking for her unborn child. No. My heart. Ow. Okay, so um, while I was searching up Port Arthur, I came across this couple that do, like, ghost investigation type stuff. And they, um, husband and wife team... What are their names? I don't know. What are their names? Um, so it's a husband and wife team. The husband's name is Savo, and the wife is Tanya. And on this particular um, excursion, <laughs> they brought their seven-year-old daughter with them. Um, her name is Isabella. Uh, so they took the tour August 2012. And um, they had a few experiences, and I'll go over what they experienced. They are from Ghost Towns, Australia. That's what they call themselves. Oh, I thought you were—I thought you were saying they're actually from Ghost Towns, like the town. Oh was no, named no, no! Ghost that's Towns, what and they I was call like, their like investigation thingy. I was like, Ooh, I want to go there, <laughs> or or their blog or their Facebook. I can't remember what it was. All of the above. I think it was all three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so in the parsonage, standing in one of the main rooms, listening to the tour guide, giving the account of workers being haunted, Tanya heard from behind her where the window was closed, what sounded like footsteps on the veranda outside. Um, two problems with that everyone from the tour was inside the house with them and two there were no floorboards on the on the veranda because they were being replaced for restoration work that's my favorite (laughs) that's creepy um then another place they had an experience was the surgeon's house tanya told the daughter, Isabella, to stop pinching her. (laughs) Isabella was standing in front of the mother and um, so when she realized that, she told her husband to stop pinching her. (laughs) And he wasn't pinching her. (laughs) He took a photo that revealed nothing, but Tanya was upset because her arm was really sore and she felt that, like, someone was pinching her and, like, everyone was, like, denying it. And later, when they went back to their hotel, there were red marks on her arm. But I didn't find any evidence of a picture or anything that they took of that. Mm-hmm. And then, in the church that I mentioned earlier, that there's I have the really cool photo of. They call it the convict church because I guess all the convicts built, built it. Built by convicts. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just going to read this as in Savo's words because it was too long to like change it 
I turned on the video camera and started filming the church. I walked in, and before long, there was a feeling of not being alone. I filmed the bell tower, walked around to the spot that convict John Shuttleworth was murdered by, the fel- by his fellow convict, William Riley, while digging the ch- church's footings. Without warning, the camera shut itself off. It's never done that before. Mm-hmm. And I felt someone pushing me in the back as I ran outside very spooked. After composing myself and turning the camera back on, I made my way back inside, feeling anger as I again walked inside, this time with two other guys that were also in his tour group. Once again, I panned to the spot where Joseph was murdered. I said John earlier. It's Joseph. I'm sorry. Joseph Shuttleworth. Oh, Joseph. And the camera shut down again. No pushing this time, but the two fellows with me did feel very uneasy as the events unfolded. Then everything went back to normal, and the camera started working. Nothing else was seen or felt there from then on. And then during the same time, Tanya was outside. Um, She was looking over at the parsonage, and she was watching a shadow, waving at her and beckoning her to come here. And um, that was about it for their experiences. And then there was this one account that was like, it was the creepiest thing I came across when I was looking up all the stuff for this place. It's the account of a seven-year-old boy, his experience while he was at um, taking a tour with his mom. I just... His mom and I think it was his mom and dad. I think it said the mother didn't give the kid any um, details about what Port Arthur was or anything. Just like oh, we're gonna go look at some old buildings, kind of stuff like that. And at first he was fine and he was you know interested, looking at stuff, being happy, skipping around, you know, like a seven year old boy. And then um, they were. They went to the church, the governor's cottage, or the government cottage, sorry, which is next door to the church, and the gardens. And then his mood changed drastically when they, when he refused to cross the threshold of the parsonage. Over the next 30 minutes, the boy's emotions intensified as he became teary and extremely difficult, clenching his fist by his side as he moved unwillingly from sight to sight, refusing to enter any structure. He was unable to articulate what his problem was other than saying, I'm just, I'm just angry over and over. The parents felt this was just some kind of odd kind of tantrum, so they basically ignored it. Um, They couldn't ignore it when he began pacing in a circle near the separate prison, intermittently growling under his breath, attracting attention from other visitors. His mother bundled him in her arms, imploring him to tell her what was wrong. But his response was forced and stilted. I am trying to keep the mad in. Okay, see, it's stories like this that make me never want to have kids. (laughs) Because God forbid I wake up in the middle of the night and my less than 10 year old child is standing next to my bed staring at me and something crazy like that. Yeah, I'm going to lose my shit. So, uh, needless to say, they cut their visit short and headed for the exit, 
um, by the Port Arthur Visitor Center. The little boy seemingly racked with grief, holding back tears and growling all the way. The moment they stepped through the doors into the recently built visitor center, the boy's vice-like grip released his mother's hand as he halted, closed his eyes, let out a huge sigh that made him slump forward, bent over with hands on knees, took a few more deep breaths, then looked up and said, I feel better now. All the mad has gone away. And that was it. In a blink, his gentle, happy, and amicable personality was back. That sounds like an empath to me. Yeah. The Port Arthur staff confirmed accounts of similar reactions from other visitors. Later, they discovered the area the sun was anxiously pacing around in was the spot of a brutal solitary confinement cell once used to house the worst of the worst in the convict days. So the worst of the worst of the worst. Hmm. That just the way you said that, because I was thinking that in my head already. And then you said it out loud and I had like a flashback to the first men in black when he goes to um, the like for his interview with them and they do like those tests and the one, like, <laughs> the one, um, one of the military guys, Zed's like, you know, you're here because we're looking for the best of the best. And then Will's like, wait, I'm sorry. Maybe you explain this, but why are we here? And then the military eye stands up and he goes, Lieutenant Jake Jensen, <laughs> you're here because we're looking for the best of the best of the best, sir. <laughs> oh, I left out graduate West Point with honors. <laughs> you're looking for the best of the best of the best. But this is the worst of the worst of the worst, sir. With honors. One last note about Port Arthur. Oh, um, are we still doing this? I'm sorry. <laughs> they have um, they have ghost tours you can take, and they have adults only paranormal investigation experiences where you can do your own ghost hunting there. Shut your fi- okay. So when are we going? When get your passport? When are we going to Australia? Um, we have other places to go first. Go ghost hunt in in Port Arthur, all you listeners. The 12 of you, get together. Do a ghost hunt. Send us the results. Please do. <laughs> um, and if you are in Australia and you know an even cooler ghost story than the two that we've presented, let us know. Absolutely. And I think we're done. Are we? That's a wrap oh, after 10 hours. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's been two hours and eight minutes. Um <laughs> For an hour-long episode. I, I found the real story of the uh, the dingo. Um, oh. Well, this is according to Wikipedia, so oh, okay. take it with a grain of salt. But the um, the real story goes. So um, I'm reading this directly off of Wikipedia. A dingo ate my baby is a cry falsely attributed to Lindy Chamberlain Creighton or Creighton. Um, upon realization of the loss of her baby daughter, Azaria Chamberlain, in 1980, in, oh, I'm going to fuck this up, you guys, I apologize in advance, Uluru, Uluru, U-L-U-R-U, in the Northern Territory, Australia. Um, So basically, the family, so the parents and the daughter, um, They'd been vacationing there. It sounds like they were camping. They were in a tent. 
Um, and the baby was taken by a large dog known as a dingo, which is basically a wild dog. Um, so this is why it's become such a, like a joke because, Mm -hmm. um, prosecutors completely just discredit, like they didn't believe her story at all. They're Mm -hmm. like, that's bullshit. There's no way this, a dog like a dingo just came and took your baby out of the tent and carried it away no we don't believe you so they were both arrested um they charged oh wow they charged and convicted her of murder and the husband as an accessory after the fact so basically they're saying she killed the baby and he helped her cover it up Hmm. um so they both contested these charges for years. Um, and then it doesn't give, it doesn't say what year they were finally like absolved, but, um, they, so the body of the baby was finally found and the coroner was able to determine that the, um, the death was resu- the result of a, a dog attack. Oh. Um, so the phrase, Dingo ate my baby, was popular- popularized, but she never actually said those words. It, um, she called out some variation to her husband. A dingo took the baby. That dog has my baby. My God, my God, the, a dingo has my baby. It was some variation of that. Um, but she never said a dingo ate my baby. So that's like one of those like telephone things. I think that Mm -hmm. just like, yeah, was told and told and told until it reached the, and at the time nobody believed them. Yeah. So it was like, oh yeah, sure. Dingo ate your baby. And then it turned out that that actually is what happened. How quick was that trial? If they were able to find the baby and also determine it was a dog attack. I, they can. I mean, if there were teeth marks on the, they could just find a skeleton. If there's teeth marks on the bones, they can yeah. determine what animal made them. Yeah, that's just. I don't know. It just seemed like it was very, like. They got convicted and they were contesting, but then they found the baby and like. Well, I and I mean it doesn't say how long. It just says years. Yeah. So it happened in 1980. I mean, I don't know how the legal system works in Australia. Yeah. But you figure here, um, you're arrested. It could take you a year or more to go to trial. Yeah. Um, and then a trial can take anywhere from like a week to a couple months. Or I think wasn't the OG trial was like a year long. So I mean, yeah, that's not normal. Know. That's that's <laughs> way out of the ordinary. But um, I mean, like it. It's possible. And then, like, once they're convicted and then they're still, you figure they're probably doing, like, appeals and whatever else. So that takes time. And it would have been after that that they they um, found the body. So that's really, that makes... Why didn't they find it sooner? Like, how, I don't know how that came. Like, that's just, I don't know. And Dingo carried weird. her off. I mean... You know, who knows how far. And I mean, you figure the story probably sounded so far-fetched that they were just like, yeah, sure. And they probably did like a half-assed 
yeah search of like the immediate area and didn't actually what if they believed the kid was murdered why wouldn't they do a better search to try to find the body like i don't know i don't know i mean i don't know i don't i don't i don't do australian police science (laughs) so it's not that far-fetched i've heard of stories of like wild animals well yeah that's the thing like it's a wild animal you think they just need a good grip on a limb and um like but i was surprised that it was from the 1980s i was thinking earlier times when like people and animals were like closer living together well they were camping yeah i don't know i mean did you see the you didn't see the revenant with leonardo dicaprio no. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't. Oh, 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 oh. He's attacked by a bear. Oh. And it's brute. Like, it's bad. It's so. I mean, it's so good, but it's so bad. And that. But that's. That's also the older time period of like it's like the seventeen or eighteen hundreds or something like that. Yeah. And they're out in the wilderness and they're fighting Native Americans and. He gets separated from it. They're like they're fur trappers, yeah. I think. And he gets separated, and this bear comes and just lunch. Oh my god! It, but like the bear's not even like the bear's just attacking him. Yeah, like the bear's just oh, he gets too close to the the cub. Oh. I think so. Mama comes and she gives him a what for. Yeah, but um, and like he sh- he he shoots her at one point, and she's she's just mad. <laughs> wow. She like she he just made her a- angrier. Don't shoot the bear. Are we done? <laughs> yeah, I guess we can be. So that's it. Welcome back, you guys. Yes. Thank you for sticking with us over the hiatus. That word sounds so weird. Hiatus. The break. We hiatus. Break. I feel like a hiatus sounds more official, like we're real. We're real. We took a hiatus. I want to be a real boy. <laughs> I want to be a real podcast. <laughs> Not just a pretend one. My neighbor's outside. Um. So, in closing, we'll close off with the same shit we always close off with. Follow our social media stuff. Twitter, Instagram, my fave haunting, Facebook. Now we're on Facebook. Yes. You guys give us a like because you like us. And um, there's a group there too. My favorite haunted group. Join that sucker and post something. Have some discussion. Meet some like-minded people. Maybe. Um. Oh, one last thing. The this episode is probably gonna post or air or however you want to call it the week that captain marvel comes out in theaters oh so that's fun i just wanted to shout that out because i'm really excited (laughs) i have a ticket to the fan event premiere oh in union square so if anyone listening is going to be in regal union square on march something or other seventh (laughs) seventh i had to think about it um because when i booked the ticket i swear it said march 6th but the movie opens March 8th. So I'm like, that sounds weird. Why is it two days early? <laughs> but I was like, whatever. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, that can't be right. And I looked again and it said March 7th. So now I'm just like <laughs> confused. 
and I'm gonna show up like a day early. <laughs> like, here's my ticket. And they're gonna be like, nope. <laughs> Tonight, go. at least it's early, not late. Go home, yes, because I want my my premier swag. Thank you very much. I think it's just a coin. I don't care. Give it to me. <laughs> a coin. Okay, that's really it. done this time. I yeah, not, that's it. That we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut ourselves off. We gotta go eat lunch. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys. Till next time. Thanks for potting. <laughs> about that word. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>